Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, what's going on, Sophia? Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm here. Yeah? I'm better than last week. Yeah? Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> I called out for the podcast last <laughs> week, guys. I was like, look, I'm burnt out. Hey, look, I almost fired her on her day off, too, <laughs> like Friday. I was almost fired. I was always like, look, you ain't got no job. <laughs> I was getting ready to tell her that, but nah, we need her, man. She a vital part of the show, obviously. <laughs> obviously. But I, I was so tired. I was like, look, yeah, they going to have to wait a week. <laughs> Keep them waiting. I like it. And I don't usually call out for anything. Yeah. 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 But it was, how you feeling? You feeling better now, right? You here? I'm still tired, but I'm here. Yeah. I couldn't do it two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good look. Mm-mm. No, that's not a good look at all. Yeah, there's a lot been going on, though, right? Yes. The past two weeks, a lot has gone got um has happened. Yeah. Obviously, day t- daylight savings happened. Yeah. So... That definitely messed quite a few people up. Yeah, I I think I finally, because that was now two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe earlier this week, I finally got, like, I would say my 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 body clock oh, got okay. caught up to, you know, the actual universe clock. Because hmm. I was still tired, like, or, you know, I mean, I was staying up later because I would normally go to sleep at a certain time and, you know, I was tired early in the morning because of the, you know, the time yeah. springing forward. Um, so it took me a little bit to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think we talked about it on a previous um, episode. I'm the daylight savings time thing. I think uh, it's kind of, I don't know, it's one of them things where they've made a lot of changes now in the modern day. I feel like they can kind of go away with it, but it's cool. I get it. I understand. I mean, definitely in the summertime, you know, it's it's lighter or excuse me, the, it's sunnier. You know, a lot longer. So, seven thirty, eight o'clock, the sun's still out. So, I get yeah. it. I understand. It's cool. I actually don't mind daylight savings because I feel like once, you know, once we fall back in the fall, yeah, it helps with me and the kids because mm-hmm. my kids don't really. Well, the 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 younger two, when it comes to telling time, mm-hmm. th- because they're so young, my seven year old, she she can tell time just fine, but mm-hmm. she also uses the sun clock, right? Yeah. So as soon as she sees sun, it's time to get up <laughs> before yeah. she even see the real time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. same thing with bedtime. So if it's, you know, getting dark earlier, yeah, it Kinda feeds into down. that. Yeah, yeah like it's time to. That makes yeah. sense. That makes yeah. sense. That makes a lot of sense. I can Especially for that. the little kids. Now for the older kids, you yeah. know, it don't matter. Yeah, they don't like, care. They, yeah, they, they night owls. Yeah. yeah, they don't turn all day, every day. Yeah, for you. They waiting for your parents to go to sleep. Yeah. So they can talk on the phone and play video games and mm-hmm. all that crazy stuff. Homework. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, cause that weekend for daylight savings time, we had went down to uh, the house we have uh, in the Outer Banks, our beach home. Um, it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. We had a good time. Uh, the kids. They loved it. They was running up and down the house, up down the steps, because it's, it's, it has uh, it's a tower room, so it's technically three three stories, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, because it's a small tower room where you can kind of see, like, like above everything. It's really, really dope at nighttime, like seeing the sunset up there okay. or the sunrise. But, um, you know, the kids had a really, really good time. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, we went and um, ate at this place we always go to. Um, I honestly think there is there's a place called Island Smoothie mm-hmm. um, that is really, really good. Their smoothies are, like, the best smoothies I've ever had. Like, they're so fresh, so good. Um, so I was shocked to see that they were open because they typically don't open until April uh, when the season starts. So it seemed like they opened up a couple weeks earlier. So yeah. that was pretty cool to 
to be able to partake in a couple of smoothies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. We went down to the beach. Um, weather was still pretty cold. It was in the 50s, but the kids was running around getting seashells and, you know, watching the water, playing the game when the waves come, like get close and then try to run away so that we don't get wet. Um, so it was cool. We had a really, really good time just kind of checking out the the house before the, uh, the season starts um, come April 1st. So it was pretty cool. And when you say season, what season are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Like I'm, I'm talking like season. Like it could be like a, a show or something, right? Um, now, nah, the season is we rent the house. They do have a show called Outer Banks. They do. They do. <laughs> actually, like have you seen it before? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah, actually, like I started watching the third season. It just came out like two weeks ago, and I, it was kind of – Ah, I was kind of wild, but the first two seasons was pretty fire. It's pretty cool, but it's like it doesn't look like the Outer Banks though. That's the only thing about it. Like, I mean, it's well, I mean, it looks like it, but it's you could like if you've been down there, it doesn't look like it like that. So that's only thing. But you know, so, a lot of these shows, like if if it has a name on the show, a lot of them aren't even filmed in the same. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would think. Because I remember least... back in the day, right? Uh huh. What was it? Uh, uh, not as not not Law and Order. What was the other um, criminal show? Law and Order. And it was something Miami. Oh, CSI. CSI. Yeah. They not in Miami? No. You lying. I am not lying to you. I learned something today. I used to watch that. (laughs) They do Horatio. Yeah. I was trying to, yeah, Horatio. Yeah. So, I went up when I first moved there. Or not when I first moved there, but like, probably a little bit before that. I was like, oh, man, like, you know, they filmed that down here. I would love to, like, see it in action or whatever. Nah, they film like some of the wider shots, like the mm-hmm. when they're going across the MacArthur, uh, the uh, the bridge to mm-hmm. South Beach. They'll film like that type of stuff, kind of like how they did in the Will Smith movies, mm-hmm. like some of them bigger scenes. Like yeah. at least with Will Smith we- movies, they were really in, in Overtown. They yeah. was really in some of the yeah. Miami areas, mm-hmm. but. Not CSI. It was somewhere. I think that I think when I googled it and f- and figured it out, it was like Atlanta and like LA. Like that's what wow. they were using. You just messed my. <laughs> I ain't gonna say my childhood up, but I used to watch CSI Miami religiously. Mm-hmm. But it's no another thing is you always find a way to mention Miami on these on these podcasts. I, I, I find that very I mean, funny. We, we talk about Virginia every day. That's where we at. Let's keep it that way. That's hmm. where we at. Okay. <laughs> well. But now, nah, but going back to season, to answer your question, um, our house, we have it uh, rented during the season of, like, spring and summer. So a lot of folks like to go and, and stay down there between April 1st and, like, mid-September, right after Labor Day. So we really don't get to stay there during, like, the, the time of when most people like to go to the beach, I guess you can say. Um, so we like to try to enjoy the home like right before that season kicks off and then right after so we can still kind of get the, you know, get the appeal and get the feel of the season. But, you know, obviously benefit financially from it because that's when we can charge the most is during the season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So besides daylight savings, besides the the beach house, mm-hmm. um, what else you have going on? Um, not much, really. Uh the cigar lounge that I was working on, we kind of got a curveball thrown to us, so we're trying to figure it out the location there. They're not uh, they're not letting us do what we thought we were going to be able to do, so uh, we're still looking at some other avenues. So we're trying to keep hope alive in that yeah. regard. Um, I did get a massage last week, which was pretty cool because I hadn't gotten one in a minute, so that was pretty cool. I tried a new place. 
um, down there at the Cavalier. Uh, so that was really, really nice. They have a really nice spot. Definitely would go back and check it out. It's just a really far drive. That's the only thing. So mm-hmm. it's like the drive way out there. Um, but like I said, they have a very nice setup. You know, it was very, very nice. So I definitely will try to check that out again. Um, yeah, see, massage is not my, that's not my thing. But I, what I do want to try, have you ever, um, have you ever done reflexology? Nah, I don't yeah. think so. It's like a, 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 a type of massage for your feet. Oh, oh, I have. I okay. have then. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I have then. Yeah, yeah, because there's a place called Relaxed Feet um, in, in like, Greenbrier-ish area off of Volvo okay. that um, I went actually during the holidays. Brooke told me, I don't know how she knew about it. Somebody told her about it or something. She may have, she may have stumbled upon it herself. But, yeah, we both went and checked it out. Um, and I actually got my... Um, my parents gift cards there uh, for for the holidays because it was cool like they give you like you said they massage your feet and everything and your your calves and all that and it was it was it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool that's that's what i want to try yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, and i was it was dope it was dope. i I still like the full body massage man i don't know it just feels good i mean i got my my neck and my back is uh my neck and my back yeah (laughs) my neck and my back (laughs) Is uh, it's kind of quirky a little bit because you know just the trauma I've had playing sports my whole life. So <clears throat> to sit there and, and kind of get you know massage and kind of get those muscles relaxed. I mean that uh, it normally uh feels pretty good right after it. So I got a buddy of mine. He said he goes uh every two weeks. I was like, dang. So good. Oh so yeah. To get a massage. Yeah. I was like, dang. I mean, I Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I go that frequently, but I'm, I'm gonna start maybe trying to go like once a month. I think once a month isn't too bad. So you know, I'm gonna try. Incorporated because I feel so good right after it, so I'm like, I kind of want to just relive or re, you know, have that feeling over and over. Well, and over the again. last time I got a massage, I I don't even remember when I got it, but when I did get it, I was it I was in pain afterwards. Like I I I felt like like I got my butt whooped. Like <laughs> like somebody just clean cold like was beating my body up. Like For real? Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like it. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't like I mean, that feeling. Yeah, I mean it, it depends. I mean I've I've felt that way as well. I mean, especially when they give you the deep tissue massages. I yeah. mean you just gotta I don't you just gotta tell them the low pressure. You know, a lot of times I've a good masseuse will tell you like, you know, they'll ask you kind of pressure you want, you just tell them low. And if they're when they're doing it, like, are you saying you feel that while they're doing it, or you feel that way after Both. the fact? Oh, okay. I was gonna say if they're doing it and it's too, you feel the, Both. you know, too much pressure. I would because tell them because when they feel like down. they feel, when they feel as if they're needing a knot yeah. that you particularly have, <laughs> yeah, then they just stay in that one spot and they just, to me, that's irritating. Like it, it hurts. So yeah. then afterwards. <clears throat> I'm in pain, and yeah. and before I walked in there, those knots that they say I have didn't hurt. <laughs> but me. you got them though. I mean, that th- it may not hurt, but it's just your body has kind of grown accustomed to them. I guess so. Those knots is I mean they're actually doing, but I, I get it. I mean it does it because I, I have I have knots too. Even this past time I went, I mean I had one kind of up here, and so I, I it was a little bit more sore um, after the fact. But I, I work out and lift weights, the, yeah. So I, it kind of just felt to me it just felt like the soreness of like working out a little bit. But I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I had got the massage. That was pretty cool. Um, St. Patrick's Day was last week as well. The weather was really really nice on that Friday. So Brooke and I, um, we went and got some lunch at a yard house. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we got lunch. We got some beers. Uh, we typically before in the past drink like green beers. Um, you know, symbolizing St. Patrick's Day. Brooke, she's a big uh, craft beer drinker, and I've kind of grown to like it as well over time. Um, What's craft beer? 
craft beers are just beers that are um, done or made like locally. Yeah, locally. So it's not like oh. you know your 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 heavy hitter, you know Budweiser or your your big domestic beers, you know Coronas and stuff like that. Like uh, craft beers are like beers that you know a local brewery will brew and make and, and sell. So. Does it taste different? Um, yeah, well, they have different types of beer. So you have like your your wheats, your IPAs, your stouts. Okay, um, I've had an IPA before. Yeah, IPAs are my favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. the sweeter ones. Like they taste like. Um, now wheats are probably I would say what you like. They're more. I ain't gonna say sweet. Those are they are sours. Um, that was that what you're talking about? Because they have like a, that's also another category for beers are sours where they. Have, I don't know. I went to a farmhouse brewery and we. I have like a like an AB Works agreement with them and mm-hmm. um you know we go there we hang out or whatever and they do like these uh <laughs> uh I don't know it, it's it's maybe you know cuz okay. y'all drink beer uh-huh. but I guess you could take a beer and and like you I think you shake it up and uh-huh. then you crack it and then you like like got to down it <laughs> yeah. like in a certain amount of time yeah. I don't even know what it's I called I don't do that but, but yeah, yeah 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 I know what you're talking about I know the the I can't remember the term Kegging, for it either maybe no, nah, keg is the you know. Oh, yeah. see, uh, yeah, like, I don't, like I'm not a beer drinker or something like that. Something like, maybe I, something yeah, like that. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. And so they do that um, mm-hmm. on I think Fridays or whatever. And okay. um, when I was there, oh, you, you know, did that? No, oh, oh, no. okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I but say, I when I was there, like I didn't even get a chance to see it because okay. I was picking up the pizza or whatever because I had ordered pizza for everybody and. Um, Anyways, <laughs> you know, they know that Sophia doesn't drink beer. So they're like, oh, try this IPA. Like, and it was like sweet. Okay. And it, it tastes like, uh, what was it? Like, a, it was flavored. I remember that. Okay. And I had one of those. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's not my. Your cup of tea. There you go. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. But yeah, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, IPAs are but my favorite. But it's not something that I would go and be like, yeah, let me get one of those. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IPAs are my, my favorite. Thing. I like them. Um, they because they they're to me like I like wheats and I like IPAs. IPAs kind of give that little extra kick. Like wheats to me sometimes can kind of feel like I'm just drinking calories. It's pretty. You get you That's know why you I can, like beer. Yeah, you could feel like you're just you know you're drinking just dirty water sometimes when you're drinking uh, certain beers. But <laughs> dirty um, water. yeah, but Damn. IPAs no IPAs they give you like a little little flavor kick and I, okay. and I like IPAs and that's probably what you're talking about. I think you probably had an IPA. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we we went there. Um, we didn't put any green in our beer this time. We just kind of drank a regular beers. Um, but it was pretty cool to kind of get out, you know, me and her during the afternoon when the kids were at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty much our St. Patrick's Day. Uh, my son um, last weekend uh, he met his soccer coach, so he's starting soccer. So we just transitioned right out from basketball now to soccer. Um, and so they had like the meet and greet with the uh, the coach and other you know his other teammates and parents. So his first game is tomorrow. So definitely looking forward to seeing how that goes. The weather. Um, it's really, really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's really nice. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow is supposed to be really nice. I think the whole weekend actually supposed to be pretty nice. So um, definitely looking forward to see how he does. I mean, soccer's kind of been something he's naturally, I would say, gravitated to. That mm-hmm. was like the first sport he gravitated to um, as as a young kid, um, as a young child. So I'm, I'm wanting to see how he does, uh, you know, in this new league that he played because he's played before, but. It was uh it was at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse, so now he's at the Y, and it's gonna be a little bit different. So I'm just want to see how he does. So it should be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. So I I did the same thing. I signed up my daughter Jada, 
um, for soccer. So we start. We had well, we were supposed to have our meet and greet last weekend, but then the coach canceled it. So we did the meet and greet before the first practice, and first practice was this week on Tuesday, which I'm gonna have to run you down on that day because I swear. I was everywhere that day. <laughs> so um, we have our first game tomorrow, and they actually switched the location again because I believe that the um, there's so many children that are signing up for these programs, mm-hmm. and they're getting a big amount of people who want to participate, yeah. and they don't have enough space. And so they've been trying to figure out, like, okay, well, where are we going to have all these games and these different events because it's only – so much space that the Y has, so they've been having to kind of branch off and, like, reach out to, like, churches and different places to see if they can use their fields for to host the event. So at one point, we were – our games were slotted out there in Hickory. Like, past you guys. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. And and now – because Hickory High is, like, past you. Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. It was out there. Okay. And so now they just changed the location. I haven't really figured out. I'll look at it, you know, tonight. But I got the email this morning, mm-hmm. and I took a glance at it, but it was early. I was still in the process of waking up. So yeah. I took a look at it. They switched locations again. So hopefully this is the final location, and <laughs> yeah, they got hope it so. together. The game tomorrow. So. Game tomorrow, right? Yeah, hope so. Yeah. And then my oldest, she's in full-on – volleyball season for the middle school and she plays for the Y so okay we got all of that going on that's a lot it's a a lot lot, yeah I can understand it's a lot yeah and shout out to like uh I think the start of Ramadan was like what Tuesday the 22nd Wednesday Wednesday. yeah yeah. and I I I wouldn't even know how I would survive (laughs) if I had to participate in that because man (laughs) yeah I got a couple (laughs) buddies man that are uh that are Muslim and um they definitely, you know, they they fast yes. during Ramadan, and it's. Uh, I know a lot of times, man, it's it's tough. It's, it's really tough. I mean, I I'll I'll fast myself, but not to the extent of that. No, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah fasting, like, cause our fasting is more so you you're supposed to what um uh something that you you sacrifice. Yeah, that's what it is. You yeah. sacrifice something that you like. Correct. And you basically go without. Correct. That's the type of Correct. fasting that I'm Correct. used to. Yeah. But to not eat from sun, sun up, up to, to sundown. Sun yeah. I yeah, that's can, tough. Yeah. That's <laughs> tough. That's tough. <laughs> I run around too much to yeah. to do that. So yeah, that, that's that's real tough, man. Yeah. But, but hopefully, uh, like I said, my you know definitely thoughts and you know ho- hopefully uh, everyone who's uh, who's going through Ramadan definitely uh, you know finds what they're looking for and just keeps their mind you know. And I own the prize. Yeah. So. So yeah. next, come on, tell them about this uh, this new whip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should do a drum roll for that one. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. Okay. Nah. Too much. Too yeah. much. Yeah. Nah. Listen, he over here. He really think he Jay Z today. Hey, look, <laughs> look, over. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Nah. So I think I, I know I mentioned it on prior episodes. Um, I was in the market to get a new vehicle. Um, I've had the same vehicle for about six years now, and uh, you know my family. We got we got two kids that are growing, um, and so it's just like we're at a point where you know in my car I have an SUV. My wife drives an SUV, and I drive a car, and so um, you know when we're in my car, it's just like it's it's like we sardines in that joint. It's crazy. So I was like I needed to get a new vehicle, a truck, 
And my dream vehicle has always been a Range Rover, ever since I seen one when I was like in middle school. Probably seen it in like a rap video or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it. Because <laughs> I didn't see it like in Out the Neighborhood or nothing like that, but I'm pretty sure I saw it on TV and I was like, mm. yeah, I want that. So mm. I finally, finally got myself in position, you know, just like, all right, cool, I'm going to go ahead and do this. So and at the end of 2021, mind you, we're in 2023 right now, right? So at the end of 2021, I went to the dealership and went through the process of building one because they allow you to customize it and build it, everything. I mean, you, everything that you want, you can build it. Uh, everything that was, I'm not going to say everything you want, but everything that they have available for you, you can, you, can, you know, can decide or whatnot for the vehicle. And so they told me it would be done in like six or seven months. So it was supposed to be done um, at the summer of 2022, so last summer. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten so many delays, I mean, so much stuff. I ended up finding out that they didn't even put my order in. Like, the lady that I was dealing with, her name was Diamond, same name as my little sister. So I'm thinking, like, yo, we this is, like, spirit animal vibe. Like, we're cool. Sure, they didn't even put my order in, man. So I was waiting around for six months, and she never even turned my stuff in. So I was pretty pretty upset, to say the least. Was even thinking about... Diamond was black, was she? She was a sister. <laughs> She was a sister. She Unfortunately. Was a sister. Yeah, she was definitely a sister, man. But, um, but yeah, anyway, long story short, the vehicle finally came in last weekend. I was able to pick it up on Monday, um, and it was worth the wait, man. It is amazing. Um, it's a seven-seater autobiography, 2023 Range Rover. Um, I mean, it's 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 nasty. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. It's nasty. That's all I can say. Like, I was on the interstate driving it. And I've gotten so many people so just listen. look at me like, I don't know, I feel like I'm like King Kong or something. People listen. just like looking like, like listen, look at me. Listen, y'all. So we get to work this morning, right? Oh, we pull man. up. And usually, for the most part, we park next to each other when we at the office because, I don't know, it's, it's almost like our assigned parking, right? Yeah, we'll park yeah. Everybody, right next everybody to each other. you know how it is when you work. Like, it's not assigned parking. It's not assigned parking, but you're you know parking in the same spot, spot all right? the time. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. he pull up. And he parked, like, way in the back <laughs> over to the side. I'm like, oh, so you can't park next to my car? Nah, man. Nah, nah, I can't. I can't, I can't. It was funny. So, my book, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that's a real. That's real. That's real. That's absolutely real. And it'll, it'll be like, that way for a minute. Heck? I'm actually going to go get the car washed today. Like, it's only been four or five days, and I'm going to go wash it today. That All that pollen. Hilarious. But it's crazy because Brooke, the other day, um, you know, I have a two-car garage. My garage is one of the ones that's like, it's actually really, really big, where it's like, it's on the side of the house, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a ra- one of those wraparound yeah. garages or whatever. So, um, and we never, I mean, I have like a deep freezer, some stuff, you know, in the garage, you know. Just, you put yeah. the car in the garage? Man, I put the car in the garage. Lord. Yeah, yeah, I put, well, for act- one night, though, but it, it's, it's like, it, the truck is very massive. It's pretty big to the point where, like, it was really tight. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do this every single day. Um, and really, uh-huh. the reason I want to do it is because of the pollen. And then, like, I just didn't want to have to defrost the car in the morning because when I go to the gym, having to defrost but the he car. Was de- he was defrosting the car, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. So, yeah. The range, the range, the range what did they say? The eagle has landed. The range is here. I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it, like I said, I'm, I'm just excited, man. This has literally this been is, a dream come true It's for me. just hilarious how, yeah. how men are with their cars. Like, I know for me, I don't really care about cars for real. You know what I mean? I'm, I like to, I like to decorate actually. That's like my, like something that I like. Like I like to have my house looking nice, smelling good, doing all that stuff. So like mm. a car, I could ride around and whatever. Long mm. as it's like not falling apart. 
Like mm-hmm. that irritates me when you gotta go and get stuff fixed yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty pretty frugal when it comes to a car. But men, y'all be on another level. Even my husband, for real, same way. Like he just recently bought a car. Okay, and I was like. I'm the one that needs the car. <laughs> but yet I can't find I can't find it in my heart to go get one. I just yeah. I I feel like How long the car you have now, how long have you had it for? It's an eighteen. Okay. So yeah, it's what I mean you bought it brand new? Got it brand I bought new? it brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's I, been I what, five, four or five years, I guess, uh-huh. probably. Right? Yeah, it's six. it's been paid off for yeah. about a year and a half mm-hmm. now. I only thing I have to do is get maintenance on it. Yeah. It get me from point A to point B. Well, this is say back in the day, a, a, a to B car. A to a, B car. Yeah. yeah. It it it's now, funny though cuz when I get out of it it, it don't it don't fit me, but yeah. at the same time it's kind of like it's paid for. <laughs> now, I feel you like on, uh. on surreal, I feel you like I like I understand like I mean I'm and honestly for for a guy I'm I'm not like that guy that like loves cars like I, i'm not that at all to be honest with you um i've only had three vehicles my whole life you know what i'm saying oh, and so okay. yeah See, and, and one I of those one of those have. was a hand-me-down like one of those was a truck that my dad drove that i drove in high school that broke down when i was in college uh-huh. you know what i'm saying which was, it was like a 1980 something you know what i mean but um for me it was just like you know i know a lot of people like a lot of my peers i told you i kind of mentioned it before on the episode oh, where we like, get back into the corny yeah, well, oh, not oh. see. There you go with the corny. There you go. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about like oh. you know, growing up, I had like I remember like some of my peers. Like I felt like, you know, I remember Jay Z. You mentioned Jay Z earlier. He said, "Stick to the script." So I know a lot of like I know my peers would buy these big flashy cars when they were like 21, 22, getting into their career. Oh. But then they didn't. They they were living in like you know at home mm-hmm. still, or they were yeah they was living in, in like an unfavorable area. And they won't. They didn't own their home that they were living in. And so for me, at a young age, I was like, "Look, I'm gonna buy something first, buy a house first. So that first check that I got, first money that I started making real money, I, you know, I bought a home first, you know, mm-hmm. and then let that kind of build and kind of have me a good foundation. And then so now this is my, you know, now I'm rewarding myself 15 years later buying the, my dream vehicle, you know, yeah. versus buying it when I really didn't have the money to afford it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So uh, that's why it's kind of a big deal for me. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not a big car person, but this is is nasty. I like it a lot, man. And I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to find places to go. Where, where, where are we going next? So yeah. I can drive around. You know, so what you can drive there. Yeah, just find. Just, just put all the miles. Yeah, in yeah. Nah, I ain't gonna. I'm, I'm playing, but I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna find some places to drive though, for sure. <laughs> That's funny. For sure. Yeah. Men in y'all cars, well, I tell you, I yeah. know. My husband was like, he told me how much he paid monthly. Yeah. I said, Damn. You, don't, you don't even wonder how much I'm paying monthly. I mean, I don't. But that was true. My Brooke and I, we 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 kind of was good, got a little argument about that when we talked about how much the payment was. Because I told her how much it cost, but I think once she heard how much the payment was, it really set in. Like, yeah, that's that's a a bill, bill. Like that's a, a mortgage, mortgage. Like, listen, his yeah. car note is twelve hundred. Yeah, I ain't gonna say how much mine is. Yeah, it's, I yeah. my mortgage on my duplex is fourteen. Yeah. I said, you go ahead and you keep buying them damn cars. <laughs> you keep buying these houses. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. You paying a bill, I'm getting back. <laughs> there you go. I don't blame you. Yeah. I can look. I can't even. I can't even say nothing about that one. I just got took my head. Took my head. 
<laughs> tuck your tail. Yeah, tuck, yeah, tuck my tail. Let's keep over smiling. That's it. <laughs> but you at least you got houses though. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. other income that's paying for that. Yeah. So yeah. It makes for sure. Sense. For sure. For sure. Got to treat yourself sometime. One day I'm gonna treat myself. There you go. One day. One Gotta day do this it, year, next year, I'm gonna have to buy something. Yeah, I do. I mean, I should have bought something two years ago, but one day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. I gotta make more money. There you go. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So, um, on another note, I've been struggling getting to these chiropractic um appointments. Okay. To the point where I'm like, look, because I'm going twice a week. I miss my appointment on what? Tuesday, like I, I totally forgot. Like, mm. no, it was Wednesday. I'm sorry, it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I woke up. I had this this person that I've been wanting to meet with. She was like, finally, like, yeah, come in at this time. So I was like, shoot, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> so I got dressed. It when I tell you that appointment slipped my mind. They called me like, uh, you coming? I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this appointment. Mm. So yesterday when I went in to for the makeup appointment or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a guy next to me and the doctor. I, th- I feel like he was kind of throwing some shade. He was like, oh, it's this is great. This is, you know, um, I think he'd been there for like a year. He was mm. like, you never missed any appointments. And, <laughs> and I was like. That's what the chiropractor said? Yeah. I looked up like, yeah, okay. I'm going to keep missing them. Like, I paid for it. You still got to honor that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, nah, two weeks. So how's that been going, though, like twice a week? Because I go once Man. every two weeks. So I've Listen. been, and I actually, I missed my last appointment. Because matter of fact, the day that I got my massage last week was the same day I was supposed to have my last appointment. Uh, so I actually need to call because I should have went this week. But I'm going to call them and try to get set up something next week. But how has it been going, going with that amount, like going that amount of times? Like it, every two, every two, like two, what do you say, two it, times a week, right? Inconvenient as hell. Inconvenient. I, I can't. I'm about to call and be like, look, I, it ain't about the money. I ain't got the time. <laughs> like, yeah. I get it. The the appointments are like, what, 10 minutes tops? Yeah, like, they ain't, yeah. they ain't, but obviously getting there takes time is it is it close and, to where you live how is it yeah like it far? ain't far, it far it, no okay. it's not far at okay. all but it's just a matter of like what day does it flow and yeah. see my schedule is never like only thing that's consistent is my morning routine mm-hmm. and pretty much my morning routine <laughs> like and, down and, and, morning and, routine. And, and every day i have to get my daughter off the bus yeah so you know that those two things are kind of like set everything else in between time mm-hmm. i'm either you know doing work stuff going here i still got to take care of my household i still got to clean still mm-hmm. got to do all the things that yeah. you know it takes to run your household so yeah. It's never the same. I'm always doing something. I got meetings here, lunches there. I'm across town here. I got, you know, projects going on that I have to check on. I got mm-hmm. maintenance stuff. I got maintenance stuff in my own house. I mean, it's just yeah. always everywhere. And um, every time I reschedule, it's like, because what happened on Wednesday, I rescheduled for Thursday morning. But then the, the um, people who came to fix my dryer... They came at 8, so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we got to reschedule again. Mm-hmm. And then we rescheduled for 4, and I was on the phone with a client, and I just so happened to look at the time. and was like, oh, snap, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's kind of like when people call in our job, if if it's money, what yeah. what you going to do? Yeah. You're going to stop what you're doing yeah. to figure out Tend how you it. can, you yeah. know, make that money. Yeah. Pretty much, I yeah. mean. 
unless it's like something like crazy important for the most part, we don't really put our phones down. Correct. You know, so. Yeah, sure. I just looked at my phone just now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah, it's got to be Obviously, in this, you mm-hmm. it's, you can't pick up the phone and talk, correct, right? Correct. yeah. So, this is kind of a little bit restricted, but yeah. when we're out and about and you with your family, it's easy to be like, okay, I got to take this call. Correct. Because ain't nobody recording you. Y'all correct. not watching. Yeah. But it, y'all can't hear the conversation, but we can't because we can't, you know, have that kind of conversation out for the mm-hmm. public, but. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. So I'm like, look, twice a week, I don't know if I can do it. I just don't got the time. Like, I'm only one person. Nah, I hear you. Look. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. So um, some interesting news, though, that's been going on um, in our world, in uh, real estate and mortgage and banking and uh, finance. So I know about a, about two weeks ago now, um, Silicon Valley Bank actually yes. got to the point where they're, they had a bank run is what they call, and they didn't have enough money to give the money to the, the depositors. So the people who have accounts there, the bank itself ran out of money. So there were folks that had money in the bank but couldn't get access to it. Um, so that was a really, really big deal. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, that was a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was a really, really big deal. I didn't read that. Yeah. I read that <clears throat> I read that they they had the deposits and the money to give back to the people but they didn't have money to continue like lending and stuff like that gotcha no they didn't so like let's say you had three hundred thousand dollars in the bank and you wanted to go take your money at your bank they didn't have enough money in like to like some for some people i guess because everybody was going at the same time you mean like cash yeah, like, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about money. Yeah, however you want to talk about the money. But Take, they, withdraw the money. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So they didn't have enough money to be able to make good on those accounts that were within their bank. Um, so Did that include, like, checks? What do you mean does it include checks? Does it include that they, could, they couldn't write a check for that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, don't know. I only asked because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, you know. I was just wondering. Oh. Because I used to work in that in that industry. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if somebody came in saying they want to get twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars in cash, we ain't have it either. Understood. But, but I that's guess why what I, saying, I was being specific on like what do you mean by that? Correct. But yeah. It, it so you matter. if you have money in the bank and you wanted to move the money, transfer the money, access the money, they the were bank no. didn't have money. They oh, they didn't shit. have money to be able to make good on your money that you have in your account. So you know how people look at their phone and say, "Hey, they have X amount so of dollars." So I thought I thought that the government didn't bail them out. They huh? didn't need to bail them out. What do you mean? I thought that they had the money to give to everybody. Because didn't Biden say that mm-hmm. they didn't need the government to bail them out? Uh, no, no, oh, okay. that, yeah. Yeah. Shoot, I don't know what I was reading there. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you could you confusing me. You asked Look, me like, I'm I'm trying to get clarification because yeah. I didn't read what you read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's so again, what happened was they they, they didn't have enough money to make good on the people who had money in those accounts. Okay. And Silicon Valley Bank is mainly like a startup bank, right? So a lot of times it's you know, tech, out, out there yeah, out yeah. there in Silicon Valley you got a lot of people who go out there, they raise money to, you know, start their their company up, right? And so you have a lot of investors. So there's a lot of money that you're dealing with when it comes to those people and and, and that bank itself. And so when when people were trying to access that money, they weren't able to make good on those accounts. And so what uh, Biden ended up announcing literally two days later over that weekend, because that happened on a Friday. So Sunday, they came out and said that um, 
that the government was going to step in and help make good on those accounts uh, that the people who run the bank were going to immediately have to be terminated, lose their job now that the government was kind of intervening in the situation and stepping in. Mm -hmm. And so what that did, though, in the mortgage world, it actually um, it actually yeah. yeah, it dropped rates. It had a, a positive impact because it showed that the government was going to help and stand and and make sure that everything was going to happen, you know, in a positive way. So that gave uh, mortgage-backed securities, um, basically, a, a, you know, quote unquote, lack of a better term, security. It showed that hey, you know, the government has the back of the the people and the economy to try to make sure things run smoothly. And so, therefore, rates actually dropped about a half a point, you know, that starting that next week. Mm-hmm. And then um, this past week. Jerome Powell came out um, and actually raised rates again, um, but a, yeah, a quarter point this time. But the good thing about this, though, is what he also said is he said that, um, and you know, they've been raising rates like this for almost a year now. It's been about eight to ten months they've been doing this consistently each month when they have their meeting, and inflation really hasn't gone down very much. I mean, it's it's gone down small, like a small amounts, but not as much as they thought it would do with the different rate hikes that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. So what Jerome Powell hinted and said yesterday or on Wednesday was that um, they're going to start trying to do something else, basically. And that's what I mentioned. I actually did a video on social media. I was like, you know, these rate hikes that they're doing, it's not working. Like, I like I understand what they're, the concept of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, once you've been doing this for almost a better part of a year now, you got to pivot. Mm-hmm. In life sometimes, you know, and, and I know a lot of folks are stubborn, you know, when you think you have a plan or something and you want to just kind of, what they say, do it until the building just, just you know, it's caught, catches on fire behind mm-hmm. you. But sometimes when you see that it's not working, you, you got to pivot, you know. And so that's, that's in that, all aspects, though. That's and, and, in life, too. That's in life, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so that, was, that was actually encouraging to hear him say, hey, the likelihood of them doing another rate hike is probably low and that they were going to maybe take a look at maybe some credit tightening or some other different things that they could do um, to potentially help. Uh, combat inflation. So after that, rates actually went down again because Mm -hmm. that was, again, positive signs like, hey, they're going to stop these rate hikes. Um, And so rates, I mean, they went down, I would say, in the last two weeks, about a full point, Mm -hmm. uh, which is really, really good. So I'm starting to see a lot more. I mean, I was already even before this, you know, getting a lot of activity in the market, but even, you know, more so now because of, you know, the good, uh, you know, just the good the good rates that are now starting to come out. So, or the lower rates, I should say, that are starting to come out now. So it's giving people more um, reason to purchase and take advantage of, you know, where we are in the market. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's some really good news. Um, now, I, I've had people reach out to me <laughs> and say, hey, I was watching the news and they said the rates went down. And I'm like, yeah, they did go down, but don't expect for it to go from a seven to a four. Like, Correct. <laughs> yeah. It's within moderation. Yeah. And I yeah. have that conversation with folks a lot of times, too. Like, folks think, like, you know, when we say rates go down, I mean, rates are an eighth. So, you know, we could say it go down and it could be an eighth or a quarter or even three eighths. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not like, hey, today it's seven, tomorrow it's three. Like, that's that's, that's not, not what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not something like that, you know. Yeah. But it is, like I said, I always look at it. Try to look at it from the bigger picture. I mean, it's looking like things are, you know, headed in a different in, direction. In the, in the right, exactly. You know, not because rates are normally either staying the same, going up, or going down, right? So we always wanted to not go up. So we wanted to, you know, either stay the same or go down, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, lately rates have been going down. So that's positive, mm-hmm. and that's positive news because you know, lately we've been getting a lot of negative news and a lot of negative pub uh, pubs out there talking about, you know, it's not a good time to buy and all this and all that. But 
you know, with rates going a little bit lower, I think that gives some folks some uh, some encouragement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let those rates keep going down. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Open the market to refinance too. Yep. <laughs> That's right. I ain't mad at it. All right, guys. So you know what time it is. It's time for exercise your knowledge. So if you're new to the podcast, we ask a mortgage-related question, and we want you to think about the answer to this question, and then we'll reveal it later on in the episode. So today's exercise your knowledge question is, which loan program recently reduced the PMI percentage? Mm. And I think we talked about this a few weeks back. We did. So we did. So if our listeners, like if people who listen, if, they, if they're listening to us consistently, they should know this answer. Mm-hmm. Just be able to spread it out that quickly. Yeah. If you don't, if you're new you to You should have heard it in the news. If you wanted news watchers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should have heard it in the news because yeah. this was a huge change that happened just um, a few weeks ago. So. Correct. Correct. Um, moving forward, today's topic, we're going to actually talk about contingency periods. I know that um, you may, if you're a homeowner, you probably heard this term in the past but probably didn't quite understand what it meant. If you are a first-time home buyer and you're looking to purchase, you will hear this term at some point during your transaction. And we're also going to talk about income and what that means to you as a buyer, um, qualifying income versus household income, things income that we can use versus the income we just have to make sure we know about. Correct. Um, and kind of give you a good idea as to what all this terminology kind of means to you as the consumer. Correct, correct, correct. So, um, how does the contingency periods help you, right? So the contingency period is basically a, an amount of time that is written in a contract that allows you to um, do your due diligence, right? So, for example, um, the home inspection contingency. So typically when you write a contract, you're going to indicate to the seller that you're looking to get a home inspection on the property. And, I, and we talked about what a home inspection is. A home inspection is when you have someone come out, take a look at the property property thoroughly, and determine exactly what's going on with the property, and they're going to tell you everything. So it doesn't matter if it's a doorknob that's loose or if it's your HVAC that's going out. They're going to spit out all, all the possible things that are wrong with the property. And with the home inspection contingency period, the seller allows you a certain amount of time to get this done, to negotiate with them, and then if you find on that home inspection that there's something that you just absolutely don't want to deal with, you can actually walk away from the property. And you don't have to worry about breaching contract. This is something that allows you as a buyer to determine if this house is a good fit for you. Right. Could you want to add anything else into that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, lately I've been seeing a lot of folks walk away yes, um, during this, uh, you know, contingency period, as Sophia mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, typically when someone, um, an agent, and for, for the most part, writes in a contingency period, it's typically about seven to ten days. Yes. It's kind of the normal that we see. So mm-hmm. as soon as a person gets under contract, the first thing that they do after that is schedule the home inspection. Mm-hmm. That's what I mentioned. Because that gives that, that contingency period basically says, hey, we're under contract. So you do, um, you know, plan to purchase this home. But we will give you a window of time for you to look into anything that you want to look into to, you know, make make that final decision on moving forward or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that's what that contingency period is for. And so I've been seeing a lot of folks look at home inspections 
be a little bit overwhelmed because it does have a lot of things that are normally on there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Typically, I mean, unless you're buying a new home and even new homes, when you have a home inspection, there'll be things that will show up on there as well because mm -hmm. um, the home inspector job is to look and find things. So mm -hmm. they will find things. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, if you're talking about a home that was built in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I mean, there are going to be things that, you know, that, that are everybody, on the home. Everybody has it doesn't matter what house you live in, even new construction, there's something that can be better. Yeah, exactly. I always, always. look at I always <laughs> I, I make a joke when I talk to folks like, look at someone who was born in 1960 and where and, and and them now like they they've probably had some some issues, health issues, just whatever through life because there's always there's a life expectancy to everything, right? Mm -hmm. You know, for a home as well. So, um, you know, it shouldn't always deter you from buying a home. And that's something that I've been trying to educate a lot of folks on, um, especially coming out of the, the season that we just came out of, because, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm also seeing is that you had a lot of folks who bought houses during the pandemic. And one of the things that they were waiving the right to is the waiving the right to a home inspection because they were mm -hmm. trying to be competitive. And what happened is a lot of folks were buying houses that had stuff, underlying issues going on, right? And they didn't even know. And they didn't even know, right? And so now... They're being told by their peers, hey, this is happening, this is happening, this is breaking, this is breaking, be cautious of this, I had to do this, I had to do that. And so now when home inspections are kind of now, you know, a normal thing again, um, you know, you haven't, you're hearing those, you're having those conversations, you know, with your employees, your family or whatever, then you get this list and you talk to the home inspector, it's already putting you in that negative mindset about, you know, the home inspection process itself mm -hmm. or that contingency period. So I always just want to tell folks to keep an open mind about it. Because um, I'm I'm on both sides. Like I'm, you know, as a mortgage loan officer helping you with your finance. And obviously I want you to feel comfortable about the process. I'm also an investor. So I do sell homes. And I can't tell you, I mean, I've seen so many times where I've had people walk away on a house that I've fully rehabbed for things that are pretty frivolous, right? In the grand scheme of things, if you're familiar with kind of how that process looks, right? Mm -hmm. um, if just the, the pressure of the water is not coming out, well, you can get a plumber to check. I can, we can, we can get that fixed. Like those are, those are small things that, you know, once they're itemized on a list, you see a list of 10 to 12 things, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, and then you, you, you feel, you don't feel great about, you know, buying the house anymore. Correct. So just want to make sure that you keep an open mind about that process, the contingency process, um, the contingency, excuse me, the contingency time frame, and uh, what a home inspection looks like and what it does. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Also, moisture and termite inspections. We also don't. We didn't mention that very much, but in this no. area, in this area, we have high yeah um, termite infestations. So. Yeah, and moisture as well. And moisture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another thing that you know most folks typically get done in that contingency period is they'll get a moisture and termite inspection, especially if your house is like on a crawl space. Correct. Um, you definitely want to make sure that you know the foundation of your home is is solid, right? Correct. So, you know, that's one of those things where if you have a, a pretty big issue um, when it comes to... you have a crawl space? On oh, my home, yes, I do. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, in my home I have a crawl space. I don't have a crawl space. I'm on a slab. So, Got you. Um, if you don't know what the difference is. So basically, I mean, it's... It's, mine's is a slab. It's built on a slab of concrete. Yeah. And then a crawl space, meaning, meaning that there's a space between where your home starts and the actual ground. And, and you could actually crawl through it. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, so it's just elevated. Yeah, 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 yeah. The foundation <laughs> itself is just a little bit elevated off the yeah. ground. And it, I mean, it. there's positives. There's, there's positives to both. Yeah, there's positives to both. I mean, both honestly, I, I know for me, um, I like the 
the I don't I don't really have to deal with moisture as much mm-hmm. as being an issue, right? Mm-hmm. But if there's anything that's happening underground underneath my slab that I I'm not aware of and anything happens under there, it costs a lot of money it to does. get there and to break that concrete, have your house jacked up and all the the repairs that um come with that. So that's the benefit and the downfall of being on a on a um, concrete slab. But correct yeah. for someone like Brian, who's on a um, in a crawl space, I mean, now you're dealing with the moisture that then damages, you know, some of your foundation and your what are, your, um, your joists and beams, and yeah. beams mm-hmm. and things that can kind of rot out and mm-hmm. get damaged and basically mess up the integrity of the home. Correct. And the foundation of the property. So. They all have positives. You just got to, you know, make sure that whatever home you're in, to the best of your ability, you know what's going on with it before you actually buy. And that's why the home inspection is something that you should have because they, they check that for you. And as long as what they say, the bones are good in yeah. the property, then mm-hmm. um, you, should, you should be fine. I just recently had um, someone go through home inspection, and there were some things on there that – I ain't gonna lie, I would have questioned. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh no, we can we can we can fix that. Guess what? They just got twenty three thousand dollars in equity mm-hmm. after the appraisal. So they're walking into instant equity. That's awesome. So basically, you know, they they most appraisals nowadays, they usually come in like right at the sales price maybe a couple thousand over so it's not too too many homes that are just you know crazy um about a a lot of money over what the sales price is and this particular young couple actually walk is walking into instant equity and i think that's great and they weren't afraid of some of the repairs that the home inspector said needed to be done and yeah. i think that's that's awesome. and that's the thing i mean when it comes to real estate i mean that sometimes that's going to be the case you can mm-hmm. you can use that as a negotiation you know um mm-hmm. piece when it comes to some things that maybe need to be done and you could potentially get a home like you said under market value mm-hmm. which is really really good so when you do fix those things up that only help increase the value of it the only. home yeah. so i mean that's you got to kind of look at some things yeah when you're buying a house you got to look at it i mean obviously you're yeah, going to live the bigger there picture. What do you say? Bigger picture. Yeah, bigger picture. And look at it as an investment. I mean, that's what it ultimately is. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're building wealth through real estate when you're purchasing a home, you know. And so, um, obviously, it's a place to live, so you want to be safe, you want to be cost effective. But Mm -hmm. you also got to take into consideration the other part, too, because that's also going to be involved when it comes to when you sell it or if you, you know, rent it out or or Mm -hmm. whatever the situation may be, you know. Then I had another buyer who walked away from um, home inspection. Now, this was an older couple, right? And the HVAC system in the house was 20-plus years old. Mm. And in their particular circumstance, and when I say they're older, they're older, okay? Mm. I, ain't t- I ain't 60 and less. I ain't even them old. Let's put it, let's, let's, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's just say that, right? And um, it, with them in particular, honestly, I can understand why they don't want to deal with something like an HVAC mm-hmm. being that old, especially because the wife is the caretaker to the to the husband and their like you know dynamic of being busy and she's you know only one person so i get why she walked away but she ended up getting under contract um for a house right in the same neighborhood and um that house is in impeccable shape so okay 
Yeah, she That's was, good. Yeah, she was really happy. I was happy for her. I mean, she, you know how houses are nowadays. They they pretty much, if you live in a community, they all kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. They got some features that may be slightly different, but they all kind of um, resemble each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Home inspections. Yeah, so that's contingency periods. Yeah, remember that yeah. they're important, they're key, um, and they do help you as a buyer to kind of determine, you know, what's going on with the property. And you know, right now the way things are, you have the ability to have these contingency periods written in your contract. I mean, as rates lower, hopefully we don't get back into what we dealt with a year and a half ago where you didn't even have the option. Well, you had the option, but if you wanted to buy a house, you pretty much didn't have an option. It was kind of one of those things where you could do it if you want to, but then you would kind of be wasting your time. So now that you have the ability to have things like contingency periods and time to kind of like do thorough checks on these properties, take advantage of it. Definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, We also... Wanted to kind of talk today about uh, income a little bit, right? Income. Yeah, so there's plenty of times, you know, we have conversations with folks uh, when they complete an application, what is they, there's an income portion where they put Mm -hmm. down their income. A lot of times Mm -hmm. folks think they're... They overestimate the hell out of their income. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I was going to be polite with my... by, by words, but nah. So kid just went straight to the juggler. Yeah, they overestimate their income very much, especially when it comes into adding extra stuff, right? So, oh, yes. you know, a lot of times if you have somebody who's an employee who gets a, an hourly rate, work 40 hours a week, you know, that's easy. They know You know your hourly rate, you know how much you get paid, boom. Or if someone is a salaried employee, right? Salary you know employee, salary you know what your salary is. So when you fill out it, It'll ask, you know, if you know your salary amount, you can put the salary in. Mm-hmm. Boom, that's easy. Where it gets tricky, though, is when you are getting, like, overtime or mm-hmm. if you're getting, like, bonuses consistently. Your um, commission. Or, yeah, or even if you're a commissioned employee, right? So, like, as we mentioned, I just recently bought a vehicle. You know, most, um, I would say, car salesmen, from my understanding, most of the ones I've helped purchase houses over the years, they get paid by commission. So mm-hmm. they get paid as they close or as people buy cars, right? Mm-hmm. Real so, estate agents. Yeah, real estates too. Commission. Yeah, real estate agents as well get yeah. paid by commission. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, we, we we get paid by commission, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's a different way that you have to factor in. You can't say, hey, my income off my best month, this is what it is. Like when it comes to income that's not a consistent as an hourly wage where you're working the same hours each week, every week, or a salary that you're getting paid on an annual basis, anytime there's variable income, because that's what we call it, variable income, Mm -hmm. we have to average it, right? And typically, we want to see that you've had it for about two years. Sometimes one year is okay if we can get something from your employer saying that the likelihood of it continuing is high. Or Um, if you've been in the same industry. Yeah, or if you've been in the same industry as well. Um, but then we'll look at obviously like your year to date as well and see that, you know, if you're still receiving this overtime or you're still receiving this mm-hmm. bonus income. And a lot of times that's very important, especially in this higher rate environment, because, you know, you may not qualify just based on your base pay. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your overtime or your 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 bonus that you receive every quarter or every month or at the end of the year, whatever your job, however it works, um, it could help 
you know, launch you to qualify for something a little bit more than mm-hmm. what you were initially thinking you qualify for, right? Correct. Um, but we always want to make sure that we are able to evaluate that. We typically have to get what's called a written verification of employment from mm-hmm. your employer, uh, which breaks down that income and breaks down, you know, if it's going to continue, if it's something that you've earned in the past and kind of what those numbers look like. Because if that income, like let's say, for instance, you receive a, bo- a bonus every year, right, or every month, if that bonus amount that we look at it from a year basis is declining, mm-hmm. then we probably are not going to be able to use that when it comes to qualifying because we're seeing a trend of it declining. So we don't want to base what we give a mortgage on on something that is already trending in the downward direction. So um, you want to add anything, I guess, about income when it comes to? Yeah. Well, for me, um, one thing that I've seen here lately, in addition to what um, Brian kind of touched on, was knowing the difference between qualifying income and household income, Mm. right, and what that means to you as a borrower. So just like Brian said, we have to see that history of overtime and bonus, and we have to know that you've been in your job for a year or two if you're commissioned. But that might not always mean that we can use that income to qualify. So there's a portion of your income that we may use to qualify you because that's what can be used to purchase this home. But then we also know that you have household income. So you have this additional income. Doesn't mean that we're using it to qualify you, but we know that it's there. So what happens for us is when we're looking at the difference in the two, there are certain programs that are out there that have, um, especially with the grant programs and, um, the city programs, they have these income requirements. And so although we may take a look at your base income and qualify you with that income, we're still considering the overall amount of money that you make, and we use that to, t- to determine what your household income is. And if that income is above the income limit for the particular grant program that you're interested in, then that alone could... Um, not qualify you for the particular program that you're interested in. So just kind of identifying like, hey, okay, just because I make all this money doesn't mean that all of it can be used when it comes to purchasing a property. Correct. It's important. Especially like, for example, another good example is, because I know a lot of people like to Uber and DoorDash and do those kind of self-employed side businesses. Um, Let's say you work for FedEx and you work and you get paid $20 an hour, 40 hours a week. Okay, cool. You've been there for 10 years. All right, great. We can use that income. But let's just say you just started Ubering and the last six months you've been doing Uber Eats and you've made $1,000 in the last six months. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm making all this extra money. But guess what? As um, from the lending standpoint, we can't use that Uber income. Although it's great, you're making it. We have to know that you're making it, but we can't use it to qualify you for the mortgage. Yeah, but it will be considered. But in it your will be considered income. as a part of your household income. Correct. Exactly. Correct. So that's important to know. It is. You it's know, it's a good point. Knowing that all income can't be used. <laughs> what right. they say? What, what's that old saying? Well, all money ain't, ain't. All money ain't good money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All money not good money. I know that to be true. <laughs> Lord, I know it to be true. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> How do you know that to be true so well? It's, it's oh, 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 from growing up, like the streets and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and then just, like, I mean, just work, like, too. What? Just work, honestly, just like. Doing something strange for a piece of check? Nah, man, never. <laughs> never. Don't put that on my name. Never. Nah, I'm just talking about in general. He like, was, it sounded like he was speaking from experience. I am speaking from experience, but, <laughs> but that's but, a broad topic. I'm just talking about, I'm really just dumbing it down to, like, even what we do today, like, you know, I mean, every like there are clients that call me and want me to help them, and sometimes for me, like, there's some folks that we talk to who don't want to be helped, but they act like they don't want to be helped. Mm-hmm. That's and that's true. why I said all money is not good money because, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna sit here and, and invest my time and energy into you. When ultimately, you really don't want to be helped. You yeah. just want to go through the motion of acting like you wanted to be helped. Correct. And that's that's why I said all money is not good money, even if it ends up something coming from it where you could you know we're able to work it out and you could potentially mm-hmm. buy a home like sometimes i'll just say hey i'm not that person for you, you know? yeah i mean so, you know what i just yeah. had a, a conversation with an agent yesterday being her met for the first for the first time on the phone and um we were talking and i was like you know i think it's important for us to you know like to work together like mm-hmm. that's that's it's one thing to work with somebody, but I am a believer of it has to be we have to work easy together. Yeah. Like I can't be stressed out working with you Correct. because then I got so much stuff going on that I don't really have that time to have like mental breakdowns every time I have a conversation with you because it's so hard. Correct. And that that's just something that I don't subscribe to. So yeah. I get it. I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah. All right, guys, so now it's time for the answer to exercise your knowledge. So if you fast-forwarded through all that and you just want to kind of know the answer to exercise your knowledge, (laughs) we got you. So earlier in the segment, we asked a question um, in regards to a recent um, change in in reducing the PMI um, percentage, and we wanted to know which program recently made that change. And so the answer to today's question is... Drum, drum roll. This is the proper drum roll. <laughs> right here. It's FHA. Yeah. So you guys, FHA reduced their PMI um, percentage from 0.85% down to 0.55%, which is huge. So yep. remember that. Take notes. When you're taking a look at your um, paperwork, it's something that you can actually calculate if you're if you're good at math. Now, if you got an E in math or a D, maybe a D, it might be a little difficult. But <laughs> don't call them folks out. <laughs> don't call them out. <laughs> but Google is our friend. Yeah. Let me tell you. And a calculator too. And a calculator. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Google is key. I yeah. use Google for everything. Yeah, me too. Listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I use Google for everything. I mean, what was it? I was. I was uh I wasn't feeling good or something. What what was it? I I, to, I think I told you about it. I wasn't feeling good or something like that. And I googled it and all this stuff started coming up. And oh, I started scared. Yeah, I started that's panicking. I don't like do. what the hell? Yeah, that's, no, I'm that's, dying. Yeah, that's one thing I. <laughs> and don't. all I had was a headache. Yeah, all I had was a headache. Yeah, that's one thing I don't do when I'm not feeling well. Like I would like I would try not to look it up because you're right. When you go to Google. <laughs> It'll just tell Google you, like, like you person guys. be looking stressed out, be all, cr- I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't, look, and then you, cause when you see it, you start acting like you yeah, feel that way. I'm like, like, like my fingers yeah. was like. <laughs> <laughs> I did cough, like, that time, like. Yeah, that one time. Yeah, that one time, you I know I was, like, barking. Yeah, <laughs> you were barking. <laughs> 
Yeah, you stupid, man. Oh, all man. All right, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> FHA. <laughs> um, use Google, but also stay away from Google. Yeah. Uh, the PMI dropped from 0.85 to down to uh, 0.55. Yep. So what what you got coming up? Uh, I don't really have any. I'm rel- I plan to relax this weekend. Please. Maybe go see Creed. Um, and then of course you know we got soccer tomorrow and we yeah. got volleyball. But that's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll let you take it. Yeah, I got a pretty pretty eventful weekend, man. Um, okay. today is my good buddy Shal Shalamar's birthday. Um, he turns a bit forty two. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, he his wife actually has a, and I can say this now because by the time it comes out, it'll be after the fact. Yep. But his wife has a, a nice surprise birthday for him um, today at the house. It's kind of like a casino-themed party. Oh, that's dope. Um, you know, so that should be pretty cool. But I've been tasked to get him out of the house so when he comes back and when we come back together to his house, that's when the surprise happens. So I'm playing a very vital role into this whole, uh, I guess you can consider surprise birthday party. So. Mm. Today, um, she's actually going to be dropping. So me and another buddy, I told you it's um, it's three of us in the neighborhood that were really, really close. Um, <laughs> and so me and my buddy Sherman. That's how many black people live in their neighborhood. No. Hey, chill. Chill. <laughs> chill. Chill. Just, chill. I'm just playing. Yeah, we, we, we roll tight. She, we probably got about four or five, you know. But um, anyway, yeah, us three, man, we became, became really good friends over the last couple of years. So Sherman and I. Um, are going to go to this uh, like it's a place called Barrel Room over in uh, the Edinburgh area. It's like a little whiskey place or whatever. And so we're we're going to be there at like five twenty. And then his wife Shalimar's wife's going to come and bring him up there. And so he's going to think that the surprise is hey us we're there to have a drink and chill because this is a place I guess that he's been wanting to go to. So he she's giving like a small surprise to think that that is the surprise. So then he's supposed to. Get in my vehicle. We're gonna drive to my house, and then the, you know we were gonna. We typically said we we're gonna get like a birthday uh, cigar with each other. So we're gonna walk back to his house to, the, to get a, the, get the birthday cigar, and then everyone's gonna be there. It's gonna be a surprise or whatever. So so where everybody gonna park it? It's a good question. I don't know. He does have a, his house is on the on the side. So I guess we were talking about that. We've been secretly texting trying to figure it out, like because she's gonna have it set up where it's like. It's indoor outdoor, so when we walk from my house to his house, it'll like everybody will probably be standing outside. It's supposed to be really nice this evening, so it, it, it may just be something where like, you know, before you can get to where the cars are on the other side of the house, you know, everybody will be outside. So okay. she's trying to kind of plan for that because that was a question that I actually asked myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so, always the the, yeah. the factor right yeah, there. If cars. it's not in a public area, if, yeah. it's, if, it, if it's at someone's house, yeah, where's everybody gonna park? Yeah, where at? everybody gonna park at? Because yeah. everybody's adults, right? Unless Correct. y'all, unless unless you can carpool, but I mean, who's gonna? Yeah, yeah. 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 So so that's that's gonna be this evening for me. Um, tomorrow is it kid friendly? Um, no, no, I'm actually, we got a babysitter, Brooke's mother's watching, um, uh, she's coming by to watch our kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, not kid friendly, but then, uh, tomorrow morning, uh, now has his first soccer game of the season, so we're looking forward to that. I wonder if we on the same field. Maybe, same I know, area. so there, I know you mentioned earlier, I know the YMCA that we live closest to is right there on Battlefield, it's considered like the Great Bridge I guess you can call um, YMCA. So there's a church directly across the street. Oh, that's where we and are. And it's a big field behind that that's church. That's where we are. Okay, so yeah, yeah that's that's where we're I playing. Remember, I remember something about a church in Great Bridge, so. Okay, yeah, so it's probably the same place <laughs> okay. then. So, yeah, we play tomorrow at 10. Uh, um, I'm going to see you then. Okay. No. What time y'all play? 
Um, two. Yeah. Two. Okay, yeah, we'd be going by there. Yeah, you'll you'll be in the wind. Yeah, <laughs> like y'all be done about ten forty five. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So we got the Niles' first game, <clears throat> so that's gonna be fun. Um, and then he also has a birthday party that he's invited to. Um, that's at one thirty tomorrow. One of his buddies has been in his class for the last couple of years. Nice. Um, so we're gonna go to that at Funville in Virginia Beach. It's gonna be a good time for the youngins to do, run around, go crazy there. So we're doing that after his birth, after his game, and then. My dad, uh, he wants to check out uh, my new vehicle. So after the birthday party, me and now the fellas are going to run over to my parents' house and uh, have my dad check out the vehicle a little bit, maybe check out a little bit of a March Madness basketball game or something, and then uh, okay. they go back home to the ladies. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you heard it. Yep. The vehicle's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we, lo- we love to um, – in the day on a positive note so um i'll let you go ahead and take the honor of reading the the day quote of the day all right so this quote of the day says the first step towards getting somewhere is to decide you're not going to stay where you are Mm -hmm. so i think that pretty much explains itself you know in, in in itself where like hey the first step is to, you know, realize, hey, I'm here where I am now, but I'm not going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to mm-hmm. progress and move forward in the direction of whatever I want to set my mind to or whatever goal that you may have. So Exactly. Most definitely. That's good. That's yes, dope. that is good. Well, that's yeah. all the time that we have for you guys today. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Mine's is SKB underscore mortgage. Yeah, but mine is uh, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N underscore Royster, R-O-Y. S-T-E-R. There's got to be a better way we could do that. What you mean? Brian with the Y. Brian with the Y. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah, I always spell it because right. most folks, they assume it's going to be I. I think that's the more traditional way of spelling it. So, yeah. you know, I always want to make sure folks know I got that Y instead of that right. I, You know what I mean? Well, look, yeah. that's the reason why I did SKB because I wasn't going to sit here and be like, well, it's S-O-F-I-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spell your name out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.